0: You minister Tim again, and just to have it recorded, something that we've prophesied over you before, and I'm sure others have, and the Lord has spoken to you, but there's many nations that are before you, especially the two that are in your blood, your native Alaskan and your Puerto Rican. God, the Lord is going to is raising you up. Come here, man. You can just receive there on the piano. All oh, right. God, lift you, lift your hands. The Lord has raised up great ones from among your people here in Alaska. But as of recently, there's been a little bit of a shortage of the current generation to be raised up. And there has been elders. If you're native Alaskan, you have any native Alaskan blood in you at all, come and stand behind my brother right now. Come right now. Just right now. Come stand behind. Wow. Dude, I'm going to stand back there too. Alaskan in the heart. Praise the Lord. There's been a, a lack really because there's been a demonic assignment upon native Alaskans to hold them down and to keep them in shame. But you have broken out. And the Lord has liberated you. And He's given you a, a, a great maturity even at a young age. And a, and a, a, a peaceful Calm, gentle, strong spirit. You're a man of, of meekness. You're a, you're a meek man. That's a tremendous compliment. And God is drawn to meekness. And the favor of God is on you. And the Lord says, I'm going to raise you up, son. I'm going to raise you up. I'm going to raise you up. Don't just think of one place, think of many. You've always known that you would go to nations. And you're going. And I believe the Lord has also called you to be really a mighty mouthpiece. Even in Latin America. And in Spanish speaking countries. Nations on your heart. Nations are in your heart. So Lord, we pray now. Lord is going to give us a strategy by which we are going to plant extension churches in villages that are sustained. Not come summer, go fishing churches. Churches that are sustained. It's going to give us a strategy of how to do that. A strategy of discipleship and counseling and seeing that natives, native Alaskans delivered. And a great fire will start even in villages and it will spread and it will connect and it will thrive and it will grow and even go out of control as a wind would hit a fire to burn across a field so I am going to fuel and breathe upon your heart in the days that are to come I'm going to give strategy by which you'll be able to plant many, many churches even an apostolic anointing is upon your life to be a church planter and a nation changer Holy Spirit let a fresh mantle come of songs and music for your name's sake raise up many other ones like this couple young, dedicated, set apart I don't care what the price is they'll go anywhere they don't care they're looking for, to ingratiate themselves or they're looking to see your kingdom come bless them, their children Use them powerfully in this end time harvest. In Jesus name, Amen. Take your Bibles, turn to Psalm 100. Psalm 100. We do have some notes for you. Psalm what? What Psalm? Psalm 100. I love reading the Psalms. Before I was saved, I used to read the Psalms to find comfort. In fact, it was the only place in the Bible I could read and, like, not fall asleep. I would read the Psalms, it would just touch my heart. I also enjoyed the Proverbs. So I read the Psalms nearly every single day. I read the Proverbs every day. Gotta get in the Word every day. And as you read the Psalms, you will see some repeated or recurring Refrains that are throughout the, the Psalms. Let's read Psalm 100, reading from the New King James. Psalm 100, a Psalm of Thanksgiving. Now, l- l- if I could teach you for a second, you see the small print above before before verse one. Did you know that that's actually part of the Psalm? Did you know that? So when you read them, you should actually read that part of it. It's like a it's like a heading, a Psalm of Thanksgiving. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise, be thankful to Him, and bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. Gracious Heavenly Father, before You we stand, holding Your Word of truth knowing that heaven and earth will pass away, but Your Word will remain and endure forever. So come by Your power. Come by Your anointing. Come and touch us. We might never be the same after this service. Bring living understanding. Illuminate our hearts. Touch us. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. And while you're being seated, say, Praise the Lord. Come on, say it again. Say, praise the, praise the Lord. All right, say it like you mean it. One, two, three. Praise, praise the Lord. As so I was reading the Psalms, I came on this reoccurring refrain. Praise the Lord. And it's become trite. Oh, praise the Lord. It's become, really, it's become trite. And in reading Psalm 100, there's seven verbs, seven action words, seven verbs that sum up the psalm. The first one you'll find right there, make a joyful noise or a joyful shout unto the Lord. Let me run that through one more time. Make a, <laughs> make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Now you'll find that our, our church is filled with sound and noise and shouting and running and singing and dancing. And some have found that to be rather disturbing. But the truth is, it's just a biblical thing. And when the Lord really touches your heart, you might find yourself shouting or making a joyful noise. One of the things I've noticed about Heidi, I think she just slipped out somewhere, but she's been giggling a lot on the platform. I've I don't know if you do noticed, she's just got this permigrant. I've seen that a lot amongst God's people. Now, whether you feel like it or not, you should make a joyful noise. It says, make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. If you feel like it, make one. That's not what it says. It says, make a joyful noise. Joy comes from... In fact, I've heard it said this way. I've quoted it for years. Joy is the flag that flies from the heart that has Jesus enthroned. See, when you have Christ, when you've been redeemed, joy will come out of you. It, it, joy... Nehemiah said it. Joy. What are you guys smiling at? The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's what Nehemiah said. So joy is really to be expressed in the life of a believer. If you're a believer... You will have joy that will begin to overtake you. Now, if you're a believer and you don't have joy, something's wrong. And it's okay It's something's wrong. It's okay, but confess the fact that something's wrong and get healed, get delivered, get some counseling, get some freedom so that you can have joy. joy. Joy is something that the believer should have. The psalm goes on to say, serve the Lord with gladness. Now I'm, I'm seeing the, I'm seen it doesn't say serve the Lord with sadness. Cause I have seen many times as all the years we've been in ministry, people like, well, I gotta go do my small group. <laughs> Again. Well, we gotta go to church. No, it's you get to. You get to go. You, you get to serve. We were knocking on doors on Saturday. We've started our bus ministry. And if you want to participate in going door to door, then you just come here at 9 o'clock on Saturday morning. Jim Keen is helping us with our children's ministry and helping us with the bus ministry. And you can come and knock on doors and hand out flyers and experience some of what we experienced. We knocked on some doors and there's a a nine-year-old... We're inviting people to the, this event we're doing with this nine-year-old that was run over by a truck. I think it's a truck while he was on his snow machine, if I have it right. And he was killed. took place in Palmer. happened about a year and a half ago. Some of you know the story. He was in the hospital. And he you know, he, was, he, he died, but he, he came back to life. And he miraculously recovered. And he has this testimony about talking to Jesus. And it's an unbelievable testimony. You, you, you sit there listening to it, and you know the boy went to heaven. I mean, you just spirit does backflips. All your hair stands on end, and you're like, "Whoa!" Well, he's coming to testify to all of our kids up in children's church, and uh, we're excited. I met him. We met him. We had some lunch today. I met him and his mom today, and it's just a powerful thing. So last Saturday, we were going door to door, knocking on doors randomly, and after we knocked on a few doors and ministered to a few people. I think it was after one particular house we knocked and ministered, prayed for them. They got touched by the Lord. Well, it was his nurse. The, 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 the lady said, I was his nurse. We said, oh, well, you should come. You don't go to church. You go to church. No, we don't go to church. She has a whole mess of kids. I said, you should come. Bring your kids. It'll be awesome. She goes, well, we, we need to come to church. I said, yeah. And so they said they're going to come on the 24th. You know. I said, well, you should come sooner. Anyway, we prayed and blessed them. We walked away. I looked at my son. My son was radiant ear to ear, smiling. I said, it's fun, huh? He goes, yeah! <laughs> serve the Lord with gladness. Let me tell you something. Gladness and joy will be come out of you when you begin to help somebody who needs help. When you begin to minister to somebody. It's not something you have to do. It's something you get to do. You get to serve God. And if you've never found the joy of the Lord in serving God, then church can be pretty Depressed. Your life as a believer, look, you are meant to serve the Lord with gladness. Look at the sea. Come before his presence with singing. You know, music was created by God. Music was created by God, and worship is from the Lord. Now, you'll notice something here at King's Chapel. I don't know how it is at other churches. I just know how God's basically ordered us to do our services. Every time we start a service, it's not going to be with a slow, sad song. Ever. Why? It's a philosophy of ministry we have. We don't ever start with a slow, sad, or even a slow, intimate song. Very rarely. We almost always, nearly always, and I'll say 95% of the time, it's a philosophy of ministry we have, we're going to start with a bang. We're going to start with a song of joy and thanksgiving and exuberant. And some of you, when Micah gets up there, or when one of our worship leaders gets up there on a Sunday morning, and it's 9 o'clock, you're like, do I have to stand? (laughs) Truth is, no. But you you should worship the Lord because He's worthy. And you should see what it looks like from up here sometimes. Huh? Oh, Micah. Oh, yeah. Like, I hope he doesn't go long for the love of God. Now, worship really is, is from the Lord. And come before His presence with singing. There is a principle that He inhabits the praises of His people. Praise and worship is the throne that He comes to sit on. He comes and He sits in the midst of His people as we worship Him. It's amazing. Now, that ought to be a clue to you when you start feeling far from God or feeling like you're going through a hard time. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. I, I, you know, I've loved singing since I was a little kid. And I, I've read the, the little. my father moved his office that he had for some 30 years or something and packed up some of the family uh, files that were there and sent me all of the files for my schooling. And as I was reading through the, my kindergarten years and into preschool, and you know, is kindergarten preschool anyway? You know, first, second, third. I was reading through my reports that these teachers have, and and they said Danny continues to sing. That's me. I, I was Danny. Dan, Danny, Danny still loves to sing, and it, and I, and like I read the next year, Danny still loves singing, and and you know, it's just on and on and on. Guess what? I still love singing. God made it that way for me. Hey, yeah, I'm a worshiper. Anybody else a worshiper? Now here's what, one of the greatest tools God has given me. I'm just telling you. is to worship. If I ever run in trouble, I'll just sing and worship. And if it ever really hits and it's difficulty, and believe me, I've had my share. I'm sure maybe not as hard as some, but maybe more than others. I learned to lift my voice. It's a principle of worship. The psalmist said, The psalmist said, come before His presence with singing. How do you come before God? You come before Him singing. And His presence will come. And I can tell you stories about how in times where I just didn't know how I was going to live, how I was going to make it, I'd lift my voice and the power and the presence of God would come on me like a warm comforter in the middle of winter. He'd comfort my soul and the fire of His presence would warm my heart and I would somehow stand up and the miracle would be right before me. And I'd take that step and he would bring me to the next place and the next place. Wow. Everybody say, no. No, no what? The psalmist says, no, no, he is creator. He is creator God. He made us. Come on, you look, look at, we're looking right through the, right through the verses. Know that he is the Lord. He is God. You're not. Now that's a revelation to many in this culture today. I have a problem with a God who forgot they were. You might catch that on the way home. Know that He is Creator God. He made us, not the other way around. And we're made in His image. Made in His likeness. There's no no one else in all of creation. Dogs are not like you. Dogs can't think in terms of moral right or wrong. The only thing in all the earth that is like a human being is a human being. You think in terms of justice, righteousness, justice, what's right. That's not fair. That's not fair. Dogs don't think in terms of that's not fair. Whales don't think in terms of that and that's not fair. Don't think in terms of justice. Don't think in terms of beauty. You can look at something and say, wow. Wow. I look at my wife in the back of the church and I just go, Now, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, Woo! my wife, nothing in all of creation thinks like that. You think in terms of beauty. We didn't come from apes. We came from the hand of Almighty God. We're made in the image of God. Mess myself up there for a second. Praise the Lord. As we are His people and the, the people of His care, the people of His pasture. Wow. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Now, it's an obvious picture of coming into the temple. It's a picture of coming before Him. And all, all that that means, and I, I don't have time to go through the whole tabernacle pattern that you see of cleansing and, and the bronze laver and the washing, all of that. But it's a picture of coming into His presence. Into the Holy of Holies, literally through, through worship. And through praise. You know, one touch from God. Just one. is far better than anything can happen to you on a couch with a psychiatrist. And I'm not saying great things can happen there. I'm not knocking that. It can also get really messed up. That's why you should always have biblical counseling. Can I say that to you? You know, if you don't have... Oh, Jesus. We believe in absolute truth. You know, scientists and philosophers, they've eliminated God, many of them. And when you eliminate God, then you eliminate absolute truth. In fact, they're teaching, even in universities, that there really is no absolute truth. You see, so if you eliminate that, then we're really gonna have major issues. And we how many of you know we have major Yeah, there is God, there is absolute truth. Look at look at F. Be thankful. Thanksgiving and gratitude is really crucial, it's pivotal for the believer. If you lose that, you get over into Well, it's really devil worship. Can I say that? Okay, devil worship. If you get into a place of 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 not being grateful, then you start you start being ingrateful and you can start a, a slow spiral sometimes fast into being outside the will of god it's 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 being not thankful for what he's given you what he's done. Some of you have gone through some tremendous mistreatment and abuse. And I have been through my fair share, and I'm sure there's more mistreatment to come. It's common, really, to being a human being. In the midst of going through mistreatment, think about David, how he was pinned to the wall, almost, by his employer, Saul. The seminary of Saul, Mike Bickle calls it. I love that. Seminary of Saul. Some of you are in the Seminary of Saul right now. How could they treat me like that? How could they talk to me like that? How come they didn't give me the money that I was dude? They ripped me off. And they said they were Christians. I found Christians are probably some of the first people to rip you off. You know, maybe they're not true Christians. I mean, I, I don't know. But the But the truth is that everything in your life God will use. Come on, your life belongs to Him. He's purchased you and paid for you with a price, right? Right. So when you go through difficulty, quit pointing the fingers at everybody and just become like Jesus. That's the key. I know it hurts, but but if you'll respond rightly in the midst of mistreatment and abuse, then God will promote you. And you'll get a deeper anointing, you'll grow deeper in God, and that's a whole other message which I've preached before, but it's just bonus for tonight. Be thankful. Everybody say, be thankful. Bless His name. Everybody say, bless His name. Now, now you need to get this. Blessing His name is something we should do all the time. Regularly. Throughout the day, many times. But blessing His name is more than just blessing His name with your mouth. It's blessing His name with your life and your actions. And, and it's more than that. You see, when you really bless His name, with your words and your deeds, then people will look upon you and bless His name. So there's a lot of blessing of the name going on if you're really blessing of His name. Everybody say, bless Him. him. Alright, what happens when we praise God? Everybody say, praise the Lord. Alright, what happens when we praise the Lord? Well, when we praise Him, we honor Him. We what? We, we honor Him. You know, He doesn't need our honor, but somehow He's set it up to... Bless us for honoring Him. It's just kind of amazing to me. He didn't need to create us, but He did so that He could bless us. I mean, it's just amazing. And when we praise Him, we're saying, God, we we worship You. When you don't praise Him, you end up praising yourself. Listen, if you don't praise God, you will end up praising something. And usually, it's you. And, you know, we can get off track. Start thinking we're something. When we praise Him, we're declaring He is the source of our real joy. You know, the the, the illustration that I just used to tie these folks back in was if you don't praise God in the midst of difficult situations, then what are you going to do? You're going to start grumbling. 1 Corinthians 10.10 10 says, they grumbled and released a destroying angel. So listen, folks, no matter what you're going through, start praising the Lord. Because otherwise, what else are you going to do? you Are you going to be a grumbler? Are going to be a complainer? Are going to murmur? I mean, I mean, sometimes I'm wondering, God, do you even know what you're doing? Of course you do. Hallelujah. Praise God. This was your moment to elevate your name! Like He needs our help! It's just a joke.
1: God, you've missed that kairos, God.
0: I know none of you have felt that way. Anyway, here we go. We praise Him. When we praise Him, we're declaring that He's a source of real joy. And that's why the Word really says, make a, make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Joy comes from God. It doesn't come from your bank account. Oh, when i got money, I'll praise Him. Wrong. It doesn't come from your talent. Joy doesn't come from having money. Joy doesn't come from having talent. Joy comes from the Lord. It comes from being in right relationship with God and having an understanding that your sin's forgiven, heaven's your home, and He's got a plan for you. And all you need to do is love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And don't be looking to the right or to the left and just love Him. Keep Him in the first place. Keep yourself from being offended. Worship Him. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. Lift up your voice. Come on, just need to worship Him and God will bring about the plan that He has. It's encouraging to me because I really... I. Sometimes, I mean, I wonder sometimes, and I'm sure my wife wonders it, whether I can even lick a stamp on an envelope. You know what I mean? Is that the lick kind or the peel kind? You know, God knows planet spinning off into, spinning off in the universe. One of 50 million, or is it billion, universes? I like think it's billion, 50 billion. We're in one. The Milky Way. 100,000 light years to go across our one galaxy one I have no idea how planets don't crash into each other and God knows what's out in the other 50 billion and they still haven't discovered them all and we wonder
1: God, do you know what's going
0: on in my life, God? Do you even love me, God? Yes, He loves you. Trust Him. Alright, look at C. When we praise Him, we're declaring our need for Him to be our shepherd. Now, Psalm 23. The Lord is... I'm sorry, I can't hear you. The Lord is... The Lord is what? What a bold thing to say. Is He your shepherd? Let me ask you that. Can you actually say that and mean it? That He is mine. The Lord is... He's... He's my shepherd. I remember when He became mine. And I was saved before that. In other words, that revelation didn't really click for a little while. And He became the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and the God of Daniel. Me. He became my God. God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Casey. He becomes yours! Is He like that for you? When you're worshiping, when you're praising the Lord... It's, it's really a statement that we really need Him to be our shepherd. And I'm going to tell you now, brothers and sisters, brethren, you need Him to lead you and to guide you. We need Him. Come on, somebody say, we need you. We need you. My gosh, we will end up on the rocks somewhere. You know, we were out Whittier bear hunting. It was awesome. It was on a boat that had the most insane electronics I've ever seen on a boat. I mean, my gosh. It was a GPA. I, mean, told to, I would practically brushed your teeth for you and made the eggs. This big old screen, everything, rocks, weather, everything, all right there. Water, temperature, wind. I mean, it was a, a weather station. And as we sat there and drank our hot cup of French roast, praising the Lord, I'm looking at this thing going, man, what would you do without that? I just felt like, and that's like the Lord. You'd have hit a rock. We're cruising along. You know, and, and, uh, he says, Oh, you see up here, there's this real shallow over here. How would you know that? You'd have to have some charts or something. Some of y'all trying to live life without a chart. Trying to do, trying to do life without God. You can't do life without God. There is no life without the shepherd. There's no life. Come on, in him, there's abundant life. In him, he, you know, he'll lead you. He'll guide you beside still water. You know why you have to be guided beside still water? Because sheep will drown if they try to drink out of rushing water. A shepherd will come and cut a ewe out of a bank so that the water will come in and be still so that they can drink from that. They can't, the water will rush up their nose and drown the sheep if they don't have still water. We need His help. Now some of you have wondered about people falling out in the Spirit. And I just want to give some scriptural evidence. And it does come from Psalm 23. He makes me lie down in green pastures. So you could just take that home and that will help you. Okay. Okay, praise the Lord. When we praise Him, we're reaffirming His character. What are we doing? We're reaffirming His character. We're basically saying He is good. He's what? He's good. He wants the best for you. Come on, somebody say, God wants the best for me merciful and loving. Look at two. He's one. He's merciful and loving. He's the source of all truth. Therefore, we can trust Him. If He's merciful and loving, I mean, He laid down His life for us. You can trust Him. Trust and obey for there's no other
1: way to be happy
0: in Jesus. You must trust and obey. Everybody say, trust Him. You know, we were talking about science and absolute truth and stuff. You know, for years, years ago they told you about the food pyramid. How many of you know what the food pyramid is? Come on, where's the food pyramid? Heard of it? Food pyramid. Anybody ever heard of the food pyramid? Alright? Turn to the food pyramid and they say, you know, this is it, man. you got to follow the... You know, for years they said that, what is that stuff? Fluoride. Oh, fluoride helps your teeth. Now you know what they say? It destroys your teeth. (laughs) Science. Yeah. Awesome. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are good. Ten years later. Salt is bad. Salt is good now. Oh, it's bad again. Well, science is always trying to figure it out. So they had the food pyramid and they said, man, you just gotta eat carbs. You just eat lots of carbs. Yeah. And then everybody looks like pyramids. Now they say, don't eat so many carbs.
1: Everybody say, trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Come on, say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
0: Yes. <laughs> trust and obey. Okay, let's move on to the next one. When we praise Him, we position ourselves to experience His presence. His what? His presence. When you praise Him, a praise and worship, I've heard it said this way, praise is horizontal, worship is vertical. Really, for tonight, it's the whole thing, alright? When we praise Him, we're changed. Come on, like a baby needs a changing. How's little How's little Jonathan doing? Can I borrow him? Come on, he's going to minister. Here's this is this is not his first time ministering. I don't think he smells wonderful because he just got did he? See, some of you need a change. And when you worship and praise the Lord, you get changed. Somebody say Hallelujah so when you're feeling like you need a change worship and praise Him somebody say Amen I'm starting to get drunk in the Holy Ghost I'm in trouble now Woo! come on all you beautiful children come and find your families Pastor Daniel's gone long winded but we're almost done come on in praise God we love you you're the future of our nation future missionaries and evangelists and marketplace leaders. Hallelujah. Future pastors and church planters. Come on in. All the children that just came in. Yoo-hoo! yoo All the kids. Look at pastor. Look at pastor. All the kids. Can you see? All the kids say praise the Lord on three. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready? All the kids. Ready? One. Two. You're going to say praise the Lord. One. One. Two. We're gonna say "Praise the Lord" on three. Are you ready? One, two, three. Oh, you can do better than that. Ready? One, two, three. Oh yeah! Come on! When we praise him, look at G. I'm trying to hurry up. F is when we praise him. We're changed. Jesus, when we praise Him, we defeat the powers of evil and bring deliverance. Whoa! Now there's some examples here. The story of Jehoshaphat. 2 Chronicles 2020 says, believe the prophets and prosper. The prophet said to Jehoshaphat, yo, Joe, send the worshipers out and God will work the enemy. And so what they do is they send the worshipers out and you can read this that the Lord freaks them out and sets ambushments. Not quite sure what that is. But he sends these ambushments. It's like this... The enemy gets all jacked. Gets all messed up. Because what? Because they they praise the Lord. What about Paul and Silas? Paul and Silas in the midnight hour in Acts 16, 25 and 26 began to worship the Lord. And the Lord came with a mighty earthquake joining with a three-part harmony and all of them were delivered including the ones that were watching. When you worship and praise the Lord, say praise the Lord. praise the Lord. All the kids included, one, two, three, say praise the Lord. One, two, three, praise the Lord. When you praise the Lord, it will basically defeat the powers of evil and bring deliverance. If you look at Ezekiel twenty-eight, eleven through 17, Heidi, would you come? Ezekiel 28, 11 through 17 is about Lucifer. The anointed cherub. And Isaiah fourteen twelve through fifteen, those are the two scriptures that talk about Lucifer basically being thrown to the earth because he got prideful, and he was cast out of heaven. But he was had these timbrels and pipes. I believe he was built into him was like a was like an instrument, not unlike you. You have an instrument. It gives us the breath of life, and when you let that breath come over your vocal cords, man, I'm going to tell you, it releases something. Well, when you lift your voice and you praise Him, He comes. Lucifer decided to sing his own song, and in the same breath, was thrown out of heaven. Worship is powerful. The music you listen to is powerful. Your words of your mouth are powerful. James says there's power. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. When you praise the Lord, He comes. When you praise the Lord, He fills your
1: heart. Fills your heart with joy.
0: When you praise the Lord, He comes with His presence. Presence. He changes you, He fills you, He touches
1: you, He heals you. When you
0: praise the Lord, things change, things change, things change. He touches you, He heals you, frees you from disease. He breaks the back of the enemy when you pray to the Lord. Sam Sasser, missionary to the Marshall Islands on the island of Yap. I've told this before. He goes, unreached people never heard the gospel. He said to the chief of Yap, he said, I want to preach. I want to tell your people about God, my God. He said, I will not let you tell my people about your God unless you pass some tests. He was a big strapping man, a football player through college and real athletic. And they put him through wrestling, wrestling competition, and he won. He didn't. Running and strength competitions, and he won. And he beat all of those things. He said, uh, the, the, the chief said to him, Okay, one more thing. Can your God do this? And he got the village in a circle, and two women came in and they began to clap and make these unusual stomping sounds, it's the people in the circle, and these two women began to dance in this unusual demonic type of swirling and spinning around. And they began to levitate off the ground. This is a true story. You can read it you can read it in his book. Just look it up Sam Sasser on the island of Yap. It should bring the book up. They levitated some ten feet off the ground and the chief said, Can your God do that? And Sam Sasser said, My God's not into that. But He can bring them down. He said, No, He can't. And Sam Sasser walked away from that and went into a field and began to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, He did. He lifted up His hands and He began to declare the wonders of Almighty God. He began to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. With all his heart, with all his mind, his soul and his strength. And what happened is the power of God hit that little island of Yap. And those women that were 10, 12 feet up in the air on some kind of demonic trance fell from the sky, landed on the ground, wounded. He ran into the circle, laid hands on them. The power of God touched them. They were healed. And the chief said, you can tell my people about your God. And the whole island got saved. I want you to stand up tonight.
1: Because over over our youth, over our children, over the valley,
0: there is like a demonic assignment to keep a heaviness. Sometimes you just stay here in the valley and you don't understand the burden that's over this place and over this state. There's breakthrough, but it will only come if God can get some people to praise the Lord and lift their voice and shout and declare that He's King. Come on. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. Lift your voice. Lift your voice.
1: Lift your voice and praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord. Come on, lift your voice and declare that He is wonderful. All of you youth that just came in, come all the way up to the front if you are able. Every youth that just came in, come to the front. Just fill right in. A lot of empty seats. Come on. ain't nothing out there. You don't have to come all the way to the altar. Just the front. If you can, if you need to leave, I bless you. You may go. Come on, lift your voice. Praise the Lord.
1: Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise
0: the Lord. Your God, yeah. Come on, you can go ahead and fill the front. Come on, kids. Let me say it this way. If you've got something that needs to be brought down from the enemy in your life, get out of your seat and come to the front. Right now. Come on. It's time. It's time. It's time. Come on. It's time. It's time. It's time. Lift your hands
1: and praise Him. Lift your voice and praise Him. Declare that He's good. Come on. Come on all across this place. Those online. This is the moment. Come on, just lift your voice. Hey, yeah, yeah. Come on, break through. Can you give me a simple verse of something that they can start to sing and I can start to sing with you? Please. Shineriokadalababrabrabayimohol. Shineriokadalababrabrabrabayimohol. the Lord. I worship you. Bless the Lord now. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me, Christ, I worship you. Worship I you. I worship you. Come on, everybody, sing bless the Lord.
0: and thank Him for all that's right and good in your life. Just write out loud, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you, God, for
1: setting me free. Oh, for delivering me, Lord. Thank you that I trust you, God. I trust you, Lord. I trust you, God. Some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. But we trust you. We trust you. We trust you, Lord. You are shepherd God you're a strong tower yes you are yes you are Lord yes you are yes you are we worship you we worship you we worship you oh worship team come on up I worship You, Jesus. I worship You. 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 I worship You, Jesus. Come on! I worship You. I worship You.
0: here, James. Come all the way up here. Pastor Brian Reynolds, one of my very good friends. is his son. Hi. You want to share anything with anybody? What's the Lord saying, James? Listen. Now you're, you're headed up to Emonic, right? Yeah, he was selected to go help to lead worship and run the whole children's camp and stuff. Be a part of it anyway, right? Part of a team up in Emonic. How old are you? 14 years old. Okay. All right. So, come on, somebody say hallelujah. Yeah, they saw the anointing, the grace of God on his life. So we want to pray for you and then we're going to close our service. I know it went a little bit long, but some of you needed a change. Come on, somebody say amen. Let's pray for him, Pastor Karen, would you come on up? Where's Minister Alex? Are you around? Let me emphasize this. When Minister Alex is coming up front, we're going to pray for James. Come on. He's going to go be used by God to bring an outpouring of the Spirit in a Amen. It's going to be great. Friday night. Everybody say Friday night. Friday night, over at the Northgate campus there, they've got a thing called the Burn. How many of you remember that? It's, I think, the third year running... And it's going to be a great thing. You go find yourself there should you want to go pray and hang out with Jesus. We will have our time of prayer here from 6 to 8. We'll continue that. From 10 to 12, uh, uh, Micah and our crew is going to be leading worship. And we'll be there praying with them. And it's going to be great. So you can be a part of that. It's going to be happening all, all Friday all the way into Saturday. 24 hours of prayer will be a great thing. Reach your, hands towards, reach your hands towards James. Let's pray for him. Come on let's pray for him but we thank you god for this young man thank you lord for the heart
1: that's within him lord we just ask god that you use him as he goes lord that your hand would be upon him lord that you would use him to be an encouragement lord an expression of your love to these people lord that he's going to be with i pray lord that your hand would be upon him that when he lays hands on these children lord and even adults i pray god that they would be encouraged, Lord, that your spirit would come upon him. Lord, that he would preach and prophesy. I pray, Lord, that when he lay hands on people, they would recover. I pray, Lord, that bondages would be broken, that people would be released from addiction. I pray that you would do a powerful thing. Lord, that you would even even create a shock wave that would just move, God, that even through this, this camp, Lord. I pray, God, anoint him, God, as he goes. I pray that he would be refreshed even as he refreshes others. Lord, that when he goes back to his home, I pray Lord that he would just be a burning fire
0: for you thank you God for James bless him in the mighty name of Jesus come on just continue to press in for a moment hallelujah the time of training is evident James the time of training is upon you don't consider your age and don't be moved by their faces says the Lord I'm going to put my words in your mouth and out of a saturation I'm going to anoint you oil is going to flow, songs are going to come, people are going to be touched. There's not only a worship anointing upon you, but also an anointing to preach my word. And you will preach and you will pray and you will prophesy and you will lead worship. You're a new breed even from a young age. I'm using those who will set themselves apart push themselves away from the Nintendo and the Xbox 360 and draw near to the fire of God from my word. I'm coming to you to visit you even in the season while you're here in Alaska. I'm going to give you dreams and I'm going to give you visions. I'm going to overwhelm you. Be sure to set yourself apart continually throughout this time that you're here in Alaska. I'm going to release dreams and vision and fresh passion as you go back to Oregon. And that passion is going to be poured out. Don't be discouraged. I'm building a team. I am the builder of the house. You will not labor in vain as you labor along with me. Says the Lord. Come on everybody, just pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. your people cause your face to shine upon them lift up your countenance towards them be gracious to them keep them give them peace bless you we hope to see you this week Sunday morning Sunday night if you don't have a home church you come make this your home we'd love to have you praise God come on say praise the Lord one more time praise the Lord we
1: love you praise God